A stunning turn of events today at the Democratic National Convention. Hear why DNC members are scrambling after an obscure rule has forced them to grant the Democratic nomination to Tulsi Gabbard. From The Onion and Onion Public Radio, I'm Leslie Price, and this is The Topical. We've got the latest on who you're going to have to vote for now, so stay with us. Massive news from the Democratic National Convention today. U.S. Representative Tulsi Gabbard has been named the party's presidential nominee after DNC Vice Chairman Peter May burst into a press conference brandishing a dusty copy of the Democratic Party's original 1828 charter to announce a shocking discovery, an obscure rule granting the nomination to whomever wins 0.7 percent of the primary vote in the state of Missouri. OPR chief political correspondent Dirk Mullins was on the scene and joins us now. Dirk, this was quite a 180. That's right, Leslie. Truly one of the most unexpected political turnarounds in U.S. history. Tulsi Gabbard, the representative from Hawaii who dropped out of the presidential race nearly six months ago, has now gained the nomination mere moments before Joe Biden was due to become the party's official nominee. Take a listen. Please, folks, folks, let me finish. And I quote from the document itself. Uh, Sorry, it's a little dusty. It is heretofore unanimously decreed that the candidate whomsoever procures betwixt the margin of six-tenths and eight-tenths of the vote in the magisterial state of Missouri, beneath the pale blood moon in a fallow season, shall be made our party's nominee for chief executive. It is a dramatic shakeup that caught even the DNC off guard after they discovered the parchment-based rulebook locked away in a hidden chamber sealed deep below their archives. (laughs) Well, it would have been nice to know this back in March, obviously. Uh, We're going to need to destroy a lot of Biden 2020 merchandise, and we had a lot of folks voting during a pandemic for a primary that was essentially meaningless. But ultimately, my hands are tied. She won 0.7% of the Missourian vote. What else are we supposed to do? Well, truly unprecedented. But what does this mean for Democrats in 2020? Well, it's not good. Representative, or I should say nominee Gabbard, has virtually no name recognition, and she's polling in the low single decimal points. No one has been able to get in touch with her either due to her lack of any staff or campaign infrastructure. Frankly, we're not even sure what her platform consists of. Something like ending foreign military bases? I don't really remember. Now, Tulsi Gabbard, she's the senator from Massachusetts, correct? No, I believe you're thinking of Elizabeth Warren. Oh, my mistake. It's the one with the crystal, the self-help one. That's Marianne Williamson. Oh, interesting. Uh, Well, I've got to admit I have no idea who you're talking about then. But with that said, she did win the exact sliver of the vote in Missouri that counts. And in terms of receiving the presidential nomination, that's all that matters. Right. Now, what has the Biden camp been saying? This must be a disappointment for them. It certainly is. They're searching for a workaround by arguing this decision is superseded by an even older pre-colonial text, the Magnificum Democracium from 1682. That's the old pamphlet about how to keep goblins from emerging out of hell and overrunning a functioning democracy. Democracy, right? That's right. Now, those passages suggest only a papist, like Joe Biden, for example, has the powers to resist the, quote, devil's carnal ensorcelments. Hmm. So far, though, the Democratic Party has stuck to its guns on this 0.7% of Missouri principle, though. Wow, so it's Tulsi 2020 or bust, huh? 
Incredible. It looks that way. We haven't seen this big of a shakeup since John Quincy Adams ascended to the White House due to a loophole in the Electoral College granting the presidency to any candidate born with six toes on his left foot. Really stunning news. Thanks for the report, Dirk. That's OPR's Dirk Mullins. Back in a moment. It's like the old saying goes, no news is good news, and good news is more news. So here's what else you need to know today. Some incredible news out of the scientific community today, as researchers have announced they've completed work on the first ever successful New York transplant. Originally from Overland Park, Kansas, her name is Charlotte Hafer, and scientists say she's the first ever to take to her new host city without any signs of severe rejection. Good news for all those out there desperate for a transplant, there's hope for you yet. And a shocking new report out today has found that Ringling Brothers, the popular carnival company responsible for the greatest show on earth, was forced to put down dozens of acrobats after going out of business. It's a shame Ringling Brothers couldn't have found a loving home for these high-flying trapeze artists, but better this than letting them back out into the wild. And some fascinating news for those with plant-based diets. A new study out today has found that vegetarians are twice as likely as meat-eaters to be horses. It's a noble lifestyle, but what can I say? I just love a good steak, so I don't think anyone's going to be calling me a horse anytime soon. And that's The Topical for today. I'm Leslie Price. The Topical is produced by so many people, and today's exemplary coverage of a breaking national news story with major political implications just goes to show that each and every one of them is really struggling to keep up with my contributions to the show, because I really killed it today. Better luck tomorrow, guys. And if you're a parent getting ready to send your kids back to school this month, you're not going to want to miss tomorrow's episode of The Topical, where we'll have some great tips on how to help your child write his or her own living will. You won't want to miss it. We'll see you tomorrow.